Welcome to Explorations of the Heart and Soul, guided meditations by Australian Zen teacher Andrew Tutel. Find out more at ordinarymind.com.au. Andrew's Zen teachings are made possible by donations from people like you. Most of you would know that guided meditation is not really um, a traditional Zen practice. Um, so what I've been curious about developing is a kind of guided meditation that um, adheres to the basic principles of Zen Buddhism. The teaching of impermanence, interdependence or insubstantiality, and, uh, and Nirvana. or non-separation. So we always start with um, basically our intention, whatever that may be for this morning, just to connect with self and others or just to be present. Our commitment to maintaining relative stillness of the body, which requires a nice, comfortable posture, whatever works for you, what feels natural. And then just gently shifting. Um, our attention, which is usually caught up in our, in our mind, our thinking mind, and just shifting the attention just gently down to the lower belly and connecting with the breath. And the attitude we take in all these meditations is, is one of allowing everything to be just as it is, allowing our experience to be just as it is. <clears throat> We're not trying to generate any special experiences and we're not trying to grasp onto any special experience and um, neither do we want to push away unpleasant experiences. <clears throat> We're training ourselves to be with this moment as it is. We're not trying to stop the movement of thought. We're just letting thought move but doing our best not to get caught into the content of thought. As we settle into our posture, there's a natural settling that takes place and the mind will generally speaking settle, but sometimes it might not, depending on how restless it is. But generally speaking, the stillness of the body does 
facilitate a, a stilling of the mind over the period of the sitting. So we're letting go of thinking, we're not trying to figure anything out. Shifting to the non-discriminative mode. So tuning into the lower belly, tuning into the breath. And as you settle into the posture, it's natural for the awareness and the focus of our awareness to gradually expand. So in some ways the breath will be anchored at the belly, or the attention will be anchored at the belly, but over the period of sitting, the awareness or the attention can just gradually expand to take in the whole of the body, from the soles of the feet to the tip of the head, the world or the environment that we're living in that we're located in right now. So it's like it's just a gentle movement from attention on the breath to allowing the attention to expand and become much more open and diffuse. As you take in that sense of um, vast openness, if you like. the vastness of our awareness and the sensations and feelings that are moving within it. I'm going to take the theme for today's guided meditation from a reading on our Ozen website. And it's a, it's a reading by Barry Majid and, uh, it's a series of about five or six paragraphs, starting with, I am my body. So I'll be quoting from that reading, and, uh, and that's what we'll be doing our guided meditation around this morning. I am my body, a living, breathing body with all its physical sensations of comfort and discomfort, relaxation and tension, changing each moment with each inhalation and exhalation dependent each moment on the air I breathe and the environment which sustains our life.
So in many ways, guided meditations are a little bit what we might call like a contemplation. These words invite us to contemplate our interdependence with the environment for our existence, including the, the oxygen we breathe in, produced by the, the trees and the environment. all the sustenance that the body needs to live. I am this living, breathing body. This body is Buddha, and our body connects with the body of the earth, the mountains, rivers, sky, seas, and all the creatures which dwell within. I appreciate this body, care for this body. Feel gratitude for this body, this body that I am. Sitting Zazen, becoming one with this body. This life. How the body is breathing us.
through the body we realize the Dharma. So this practice is not about thinking our way to realization. It's about listening to the body, allowing the body to teach us. As in, life is the teacher, the body is the teacher. The body is not missing or lacking anything. The body is perfect just as it is. In whatever state it may be in, whatever age it may be, whether it's healthy or ill health, the body is simply being the body. I am also my desires, my appetites, my needs for love and attachment, my ambitions and my ideals. In each moment, I may experience satisfaction or lack, fullness or emptiness learning gradually to distinguish my needs from my wants, the conditions for my flourishing from the fleeting effects of gratification. Listening to our body wisely, being able to distinguish needs from wants, caring for our needs in order for us to be able to flourish, to be happy, to enjoy our life. This is the teaching of self-compassion of nurturing ourselves looking after our needs so that we can also be there for others and recognizing our interdependence with others. Our happiness is dependent upon the happiness of others. So as we attend to our own needs, recognizing the importance of our needs. We attend to the needs of others. Recognizing that we come into being as a self through the eyes and face of the other. 
and in turn we pass that on to others. Creating intergenerational health and harmony rather than intergenerational trauma and alienation. As a community, as a Sangha, it's part of our intention to help create a more harmonious, joyful world for all human beings and all beings. I am also my emotions, my love and my anger, my sadness and my joy, my calmness and anxiety. Moment after moment, reflecting my inescapable dependence on others and my vulnerability to the vicissitudes of the attention. Vicissitudes of their attention. No matter how healthy or high functioning we may be, we're still vulnerable to the fluctuations of the attention of others. It could be our spouse, of a good friend, or even someone we don't know very well. We are all vulnerable to that, feeling ignored or not recognized. that love and anger, sadness and joy, calmness and anxiety are all part of the one life journey we're all on. There cannot be one without the other. As Barry is fond of saying, we invite them all to sit at the table. Moment after moment, as we move from one different state into another, depending on the context and circumstances and conditions of that moment, our non-separation from the conditions and circumstances of our life and our humanness to the variability in our mood, our sensitivity to the attention or lack of attention of others.
I am also my thoughts, which pass through my awareness, moment after moment, like clouds through the sky, sometimes peacefully, sometimes not. Whatever their content, I can recognize them as thoughts, part of the ongoing flow of my consciousness, a necessary part of what feels like me, to be neither banished or suppressed, but acknowledged in their passing. As our thoughts, like birds, fly through the sky, we accept and acknowledge them as they pass by. In our practice of Sarazen, we're not trying to hold on to the bird or get caught into the bird's flight. We just come back to being the open sky and allowing the bird to fly through it. But if we do get taken away by the bird of thought, that's okay as well. At some point, we will recognize that and notice it and just return again to our sitting practice. Bringing our attention back to the lower belly, back to the breath, settling back into the body, into the body in the world, living here right now. alive and present, full of vitality. Thoughts are very much part of the scenery of our practice life. They come and go just like the sounds. And they are empty of substance, just like the sounds. In essence, thoughts have no real reality other than the reality we give to them.
But in another way, short thoughts do shape the reality that we experience. If we are trapped in thoughts which repetitively, repetitively speak of our negative identity, then we can experience that sense of deep depression. So in our Zazen practice, we want to try and step back and attune ourselves to the flow of moment by moment experiencing. And that flow, by attuning ourselves to that flow, will free up thoughts to flow as well. And bring them more into harmony with that sense of aliveness in this moment. I am also my intention to practice the values and ideals of the Buddha way, which are not of my own creation, but are passed down to me through generations of students and teachers on whom I depend for the forms and discipline and understanding that makes practice possible. I am simultaneously the product of that long tradition its manifestation in the present and its shaper for the future. Zen Buddhism does give us that opportunity to feel a sense of deep connection to a tradition that's been going now for hundreds of years. Our practice forms and language will vary from one historical time to another, but we do our best to maintain our connection to that sense of tradition, that sense of appreciation to the ancestors, that brought this practice from India hundreds and years ago, through China, to Japan, through to the West. That deep connection to people who lived hundreds of years ago, who sat feeling the breath in the belly in exactly the same way that we are doing now. Our sense of humble gratitude for that, 
and the sense of responsibility we all have for maintaining that tradition, continuing that tradition and passing it on to the next generation. Finally, I am a whole person whose body, desires, emotions, thoughts, intentions, and awareness are all inseparable from my Buddha nature, all continually manifesting the inherent interdependence, impermanence, and perfection, just as they are right here and right now. So our body, our self, with all its needs and desires and emotions and thoughts, is arising as Buddha nature right now. Our personal self is not separate from Buddha nature. But our practice is to awake to Buddha nature, to see that the personal self is a manifestation of that, just as it is. It could not be any other way. We are already in the way. We don't have to find the way. Falling to the stillness and the silence.
Ultimately, words cannot express that which is right now. feeling our sense of deep connection, breathing here together. Appreciating the commitment of each person who's here this morning. As we come to the end of the guided meditation prepare ourselves to continue this day, bringing our practice into our everyday life. May you go well, may you go gently into that good day.